3: Casamigo's Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigo's Tequila. Casamigo's Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigo's Big Shot of the Night actually goes to Mr. Big Shot himself. Over there in Milwaukee, Giannis Antetokounmpo. (laughs) Right on cue, Giannis. Adrian Griffin comes in after you get boot and Holzer out of there. And you weren't feeling it. Second place, third 30-13, 30 and 13, and you get that guy fired, and now Doc Rivers is the coach. And I don't know if Doc Rivers coached tonight, but Giannis comes out because Giannis is the coach, the GM, the whole team. He drops a 35 point triple double, 35 points, 10 assists, 18 rebounds. And I've been talking about Giannis now for 24 hours on the fan. From when I got on last night after the Knicks and Nets game, And I was the first one to report on the rumor that Doc Rivers would be the new Milwaukee Bucks coach. And I talked about the fact that, like, the Nets don't have a superstar that can demand for Jacques Vaughn to be fired. The the Nets are in 11th place. They seem to always find a way to lose. And their coach is just arms crossed, smiling, having a good time, saying he looks forward to more games like the loss Last night saying he's confident in the group and a bunch of nonsense about playing guys because of their spirit. But Giannis, and I'm the biggest Giannis conspiracy theorist out there, uh, whether it's in the podcast world or radio world, I'm not a Giannis fan. I think he's a dirty player. Uh, I've talked about him playing football, being a bull in the china shop. I've talked about how the referees, they just marvel at this guy. They don't know how to call the game when he's on the floor. He gets his way. He does whatever he wants let me check the box score tonight I don't even have to I don't even have to know um let's see Giannis um free throws Uh, surprisingly he only had three free throw attempts (laughs) color me shocked because usually he gets to the line and he gets to play football out there and all the calls go his way and I think that this guy is an NBA darling because the NBA wants to have a quote-unquote global game. You saw that with the NBA in-season tournament, how badly they wanted to mimic uh, European soccer, how badly they wanted to mimic FIBA. The the courts look like FIBA courts. And uh, Giannis being the Greek freak, Giannis had been an NBA darling that was an MVP and hadn't won the finals. And I just knew. I just knew they had one opportunity to get him there. And that was the year that they beat my Brooklyn Nets. And say what you want about it, but uh, that was Giannis' only chance. I don't think they win this year with Damian Lillard. Of course, the rich only get richer, right? They give him Damian Lillard, and now he's got Doc Rivers. I can't wait to see them fail. And, yeah, Giannis, he's this, like, uh, you know, fake uh, dad joke funny guy. Uh, You know, he talks about, uh, like, last year at the All-Star game, he was hurt, and he so corny. I always remember Bam Adebayo looking at him like, this guy's a lame. He was like, winner, winner, chicken dinner when, when the team that he drafted won. Um, but he's he's got this, like, fake lovableness. He's got this, like, fake teddy bear-ness about him. He's a monster, and he's definitely self-centered. He got his coach fired uh, for being in second place. And I already cited tonight the whole incident with him wanting to practice his free throws. Right, And it's something I didn't mention. Remember Brooklyn Nets fans? I know they say Nets have no fans, but my Brooklyn Nets fans that go to games remember when Giannis was coming to the building, the Brooklyn Nets, we trolled him. We had a, a countdown on the big screen, and Adam Silver in the NBA made us take it down. In the block in the Brooklyn Brigade, we would count. <laughs> You're supposed to have 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. Why was Giannis getting 13 seconds to shoot a free throw? Taking a whole damn game to shoot, shoot the ball. I know I know eight-year-olds that can get the free free throw up and through the hoop before Giannis. Get two of them through the hoop before Giannis would shoot one. I didn't forget. I, I did not forget. I, I did not forget. I'm not a Giannis fan. I, I've got no love for his game, his style of play, and how the NBA, they just they love this guy. And and here we are again. He's got a coach fired. He's about to get Doc Rivers. They gave him Damian Lillard. What else does the guy need? What else does the guy need? He needs he needs the Sixers not to close down the Wells Fargo Center, right? The men that get paid to break down the hoops at the end of the game, he was uh, knocking their ladder out of the way so that he could practice his free throws. You're not in the Pfizer form. Go home. Go shower up and leave. And then the same way this year against the Pacers, when the Pacers took the ball for their player who made his first NBA shot, he felt like because he was the high scorer in the game, he had sixty that night, that he was entitled to that ball. He stormed off, ran into the other locker room, made a big deal about it, talked about it uh, in the post game. I'm like, this guy's a loser. I do not have a single uh, a bone in my body. I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. I just don't like Giannis. I have no love for the guy. I'm not a Giannis guy. Never thought he was cool. Uh, and then also on top of it, his brother Thanasis sucks. His brother. <laughs> The Nas is, is taking up a roster spot all because Giannis says so. He's literally the GM coach of the team, and he's got something on Adam Silver. They let this guy do whatever he wants. 87-7, 33 7, 66. 66 He also just got Mike Casavigo's big shot of the night. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's open mic time. Shout out to the TikTok people watching. TikTok, It don't stop, stop. I was live on Instagram. Now I'm live on the talks. I'm in here watching OKC versus San Antonio. And uh, open mic time means whatever you guys want to talk about. We've hit on a lot of different things tonight. I opened up the show talking about the coaching carousel in the NFL. Just before the break, we were talking about starting quarterbacks in the NFL and sitting them for a year, and it would behoove you to do such, but not everybody does, and we talked about the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Shame, the Hall of Justice, what a sham it is, and... Uh, nobody's gonna care. My my generation that grew up on Barry Bonds, that grew up on Alex Rodriguez, that loved the uh, ninety eight home run chase with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. We didn't. We don't care. When we were kids, we didn't know what steroids were. I had Fleegs producing my show last night. He said when he was a kid, the first time he heard the word steroid, like like a topical gel, like something like that. He was like, No, I'm not. I'm not taking that. Like that's bad. The, the baseball, the the balco, the <laughs> you know, like we, my generation, we're not gonna care. And we don't care about the Hall of Fame because you know guys like Don Mattingly aren't in it, guys like Roger Clemens aren't in it, guys like Gary Sheffield now ten times that's it not in it. But like Scott Rowland got in last year, and I'm I'm not I'm not discouraging I'm not disparaging uh, him and talking down on him. I'm not talking down on Todd Helton or Joe Mauer or you know uh, Adrian Beltre. Good for those fan bases that those guys got in. But there are way better baseball players that have been left out. And it is a shame that these pen pushers who write columns and couldn't throw a ball, couldn't swing a bat, get to decide baseball immortality. It's flawed. Game of Shadows. Same Game of Shadows that lets the Astros celebrate a 2017 World Series and uh, not pull that World Series, not put an asterisk on that World Series, not penalize any of those players. And they literally cheated the core of the game. They had a video system. Letting their players know what pitch was coming. 877 337 6666 as we line up the calls. We've obviously talked a little bit about Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy versus Jared Goff. And I did a lot of talking about Knicks versus Nets. It's the Knicks' time. You were waiting for this time from 2019 till now. It's your time. You should beat the Nets. They're a bottom three team in the NBA. You should take over that building. This is New York, it's not New Mexico. Brooklyn is a few stops away from MSG. No one should be proud or surprised that at the end of the game, it wasn't the whole game. I was sitting there with Evan and Tiki and Lugie. It wasn't like the whole game. I was like, wow, these Knicks fans are taking over. Because they couldn't. There was a slight fear that maybe you didn't win that game. But then by the end of the game, you knew the Nets would find a way to lose. And you have the better players. You have two stars. The Nets don't. So 87-7, 33-7, 66-66. One's on the clock. Let's rock. Keith McPherson on the fan, talking to my regular Mario out in Long Beach.
4: What's happening, Keith? Nice show.
3: You know, uh, closing this down and taking calls. Thanks for being a part of it.
4: You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah, good take. I mean, uh, I think this is such a, like, uh, I look at this game for, like, uh, Lamar Jackson in the Kansas City Chiefs game, and and I, I really think that if he winds up winning and he wins the Super Bowl, he's he could retire after that. He'd be in the Hall of Fame.
3: Oh, he ain't gonna retire. He's getting money. No, I'm just saying. But if he did hang it up, he's having two MVPs and a Super Bowl by age 27. Incredible.
4: And maybe a Super Bowl MVP because you figure he probably has a good chance. If they win the Super Bowl, he'll be the MVP.
3: And maybe the Super Bowl MVP.
4: Yeah, it's time. It just looks like this is a time to take advantage of Kansas City. You could see that they have a lack of receivers. I know Mahomes, you never can count Mahomes out. I agree with that. He, he's unbelievable. He may go down as being the best quarterback of all time. But you can't discount that they led the leagues in drops this year. Their receiving corps is very, is very average. In fact, what used to be a strong point is now a weak point. And I believe Baltimore's receiving corp is probably better. I'll listen to your response. I'm going to go. Have a good evening.
3: Thanks for the call, Mario. I'll take it from here. Uh, Just to piggyback on that, they also ran into the AFC East in the playoffs so far. The Dolphins who were banged up. The Bills who were banged up. The Dolphins who wanted no part in playing in the elements. The Bills who honestly, they had a magical run to get there, but they had a down year. And a wide right kick stopped them from going to overtime where who knows what happens in overtime, but like... My hope is that, please, 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 Lamar. I hope that the Chiefs have finally met their match. Not even just their match, but like a team that's better than them and that can actually go out there, execute, and beat them. And they're our only hope. They are our only hope. I can't do it, man. I can't can't do the whole— I saw an article about, like, explaining the viral dance craze that Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey were doing— the swag surf? I'm like, come on, bro. You guys never heard of swag surfing? Like, are we living in a parallel universe? Now Taylor Swift is getting credit for swag surfing. The whole thing that went viral, like in football circles, was the linebacker Willie Gay from the Chiefs sending the message up to say, hey, hey, like, we need we need some juice. Tell them to play swag surf. And then the Chiefs started bopping around. Then the stadium started swag surfing. And then all it all gets attributed to Taylor Swift because her and, and her suite had some offbeat swags. So I don't know, man. I just I can't. I'm, I'm good with it, bro. Like, Lamar, you're our only hope. Please save us because we can't do two weeks of Donna Kelsey, Kylie Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift and the Swifties, Brittany Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes Sr., like, I don't, I don't need to know all, all their family members. I don't know Lamar Jackson's mom. I don't know who he dates. I don't know Roquan Smith's mom. I don't know who he dates. I don't know any of their family members, girlfriends. They never show us the suite that the Ravens family is in. Let's go to Willis in West Milford, New Jersey on the fan. What you talking about, Willis? Hey,
5: what's up, Keith? How are you, man?
3: I'm good. Bringing it home.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you triggered me with the... Uh- Talking about Giannis, because this is the same dude that said, oh, if you don't win a championship, is that an unsuccessful year? Like, that? yes, it is. You're, you're not a winner. That should be your mentality. If you win once, you should be and wanting to win every single
3: I, time. I love what you're talking about, Willis. They celebrated him like, you know, more, more people should think like this. No, it's sports. Now, in life, yeah. that's a good mentality to have. But in sports, there's only one winner there's only one champion there's only one person one team that gets to the top of the mountain Giannis with that with that loser stuff they, they got bounced by the yeah. Miami Heat I don't want to hear it and, and yeah I mean, it's
5: ridiculous how how can you how can any fan look at him and be like this dude is all about winning like and, Derek Keeter I mean, you were you Yankee fans Derek Keeter if they didn't win the championship it was not a success
3: right what did That's you, you want to hear What did you win? Jeter Jeter basically said you didn't win anything. You didn't win the whole. There is no prize for second. And then Giannis tried to equate it to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, every time he got to the finals, he won. He won six of them things. And then Giannis is talking about, well, what about the other years that Jordan didn't make it? He used them as fuel, as motivation to get there. And he never talked about those years. He only talked about winning. So Giannis, I don't know. Giannis is super lame to me.
5: No, I know. I agree. I mean, I, I don't want him on the Knicks. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. I don't want this guy. No, he's a, like, that's another thing.
3: Willis, they tried to make him, that's that's the whole thing. He was the anti-super team, right? Because you have KD and Kyrie and Harden teaming up. And they looked at Giannis and they're like, Giannis stayed with the team that drafted him. He didn't need a super team. What the hell are they talking about? They built a super team around him. Former net, Brooke Lopez was there. Drew Holiday came there. Chris Middleton is an all-star. Bobby yeah, Portis was a good Dane, player. Too. Like they, they had a super team around him, but they always moved yeah. the goalposts for the guy. and, and they traded for Dane, too. Who
5: and he's not. It's not working. They're they're not going to win anything.
3: They're not the, going to win anything. And, I, and I, I cannot wait to see how they get bounced. And like I said, he was hurt last year. And then he got hurt, and the heat got hot, and they won that series. And then he got on that podium talking all that nonsense about, like, oh, what, yeah. what, every season uh, you don't win the championship. Is it a failure? Yeah, no, yeah you just, failed this year. So You're already a champion, and you failed this year.
5: That there, if you win a championship, the minimum's got to be getting to the championship. Maybe you lose, but... It's got to be getting to the championship. Guys right? get fired.
3: Be. Coaches get let go. Guys get traded and cut when they yeah. don't win the championship.
5: No, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Trust I've, I've done this one before. Else. Now <laughs> I'm just going back
3: and thinking of all the different Giannis things where I'm like, shut up, Giannis.
5: See, no, <laughs> I know. I was actually calling about the Yankees and the Giants but or the Knicks what do you who you think the Knicks should get at the deadline that would make them have a legit chance to win a championship? Because I, I love the Knicks now, but they're not going to win the championship unless there's another big move, right? We, I mean, you agree with that for sure.
3: Yeah, they need somebody. I keep saying Malcolm yeah. Brogdon because he was a former six-man of the year, and they need that other score with that bench group, but I don't know if he yeah. necessarily fits. Maybe they go for a Dejounte Murray, but De- Dejounte Murray's not a, a six man. You'd have to play him wow. and, and and bump, yeah, bump. Um,
5: and he's a ball dominant player.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's going to change everything. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what yeah. I what I keep saying is the Knicks know they've they've gotten this far subtracting guys and adding guys. They know who the guy that they want or don't want is, and they're not going to just add someone to add someone. They'll roll with who they got if they don't find the right piece.
5: We want bridges from the, your team,
3: bro. You could have him, honestly. Like he, he's so oh <laughs> oh so sad. You know, I, I was talking about that last night. C Mac's in here and I text C Mac because you know everybody's talking about oh the, the, the Knicks fans took over the building. I'm like, they did the same thing in Philly at Wells Fargo Center, but none of the beat reporters said, Hey Joel, how do you feel about Knicks fans chanting let's go Knicks in the fourth quarter of your defeat? Yeah. Nobody asked. Yeah. But they asked Mikel Bridges because Obviously, it's the same people in New York from the New York Post, New York Daily News, whatever. And so they get the soundbite from him and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, any person, it's not fun to feel like you're uh, an away team in your own building. You're in New York, silly rabbit. I know you're new here, but you're surrounded by New York Knicks fans. Brooklyn is in New York. <laughs> it's simple. It's so simple to me.
5: I mean, well, we're we're smart though. People from other areas are not smart, right? So <laughs> we're smarter. We know, like, we're
3: smarter. And Knicks yeah, fans are smart. Exactly. They know that they can they yeah. can buy a ticket two months in advance to get into Barclays, much cheaper than it would be to get into the garden. Yes. Thanks for the call, Willis. 877, 337, a six, a six, and two more sixes. Man, I've got like thirty minutes to go. C Mac is warming up. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.
0: Call from mom. Answer it.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
3: mobilecom NYC! KM to AM on WFAN with my WFAM! Let's get it! This is the last little uh, 30... 25 minutes I've got. Taking your calls and closing another five-hour show. Let's see who's on the line. Shout-out to the TikTok people watching live on my iPhone. You know, I was just saying the morning show guys are on CBS Sports Network and the mid-show, the midday show guys are on Twitch and then the afternoon is on SNY. I had to turn the camera on. You know, I don't have a contract to put the nighttime show on any TV or streaming service. But I got an iPhone and I got an internet connection, and we are live on TikTok at Keith underscore McPherson. Run it up, appreciate y'all. Okay, E Frank came back, Electronic Frank from a story on the fan.
6: Well, Keith, I I greatly apologize. I just had a circumstance in my building, and I had to respond real quickly. So,
3: are, is everything okay? Are you are you all right?
6: Yeah perfectly fine. Nothing's wrong. Everything's fine.
3: Okay, thanks for returning. What you got for us tonight?
6: Well, you know, I just want to talk a little bit about the NFC championship game between the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. I have this friend of mine who is from uh, uh, a part of this town in Queens called Maspeth. Her name is Renee. She's a Native American Indian. She was very friendly with Garofalo up there in California back when she was in college. Jimmy Garofalo? Had... Yeah. And then I have uh, my neighbor here, who is uh, the all-time legend at Brigham Young University track star for her running records, Maria McDonald, who is uh, considered a, a secret, very quiet Detroit Lion a fan.
3: Okay, and Garoppolo are, is on the Raiders now, but he was a Niner. Go on.
6: Right, and Maria McDonald says that she's too old to be competing against this girl from Mascot, Queens named Renee, And they're competing on on a large level of betting money of who would win the NFC championship game this time. Because the last time the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers met, it was a a debacle from the the 49ers. So they're betting. uh, Maria believes that this time the Detroit Lions will win the championship and go to the Super Bowl. So I'm just wondering, who do you think in this matchup between Matthew Stafford and... Against San Francisco, who would win? Would Matthew Stafford be uh, rooted in, in um, Detroit, saying, "Oh, finally, you just got, you became you
3: Matthew put, Stafford? Put, Stafford." Math? Are, are you trolling me, Matthew? Matthew Stafford plays for the Rams. The Lions knocked them but, out first round.
6: Because uh, I thought that Matthew Stafford was still, uh, he was still working. He was still the quarterback for Detroit.
3: No, he won a Super Bowl with the Rams. He he just you didn't see the first round? E Frank quit playing on my phone, bro. I had to let E Frank go. He said a bunch of stuff there that was throwing me off. I mean, I don't think I know everything, but come on, bro. What do we <laughs> you start filling my brain? I'm live on air, I'm on TikTok. You start filling my brain with all these stuff. You sending me in different directions. It's not making sense to me. I wonder what some of the listeners think. Matthew Stafford. We were just, I just went on. For for a whole hour talking about Jared Goff being drafted and I don't know. E Frank, you you're hilarious, bro. He has something going on in his apartment. Returned and returned with Jimmy Garofalo, uh, Matthew Stafford, Brigham Young University. Listen, this is my answer. I want to see Dan Campbell and the Lions. Continue the Cinderella story. I want to see the Lions and their fans stay down until you come up. I want to see the Lions fans get to the Super Bowl. Why not? You better lose yourself in the music, the moment. You own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot if you had one shot to seize everything you ever want. Eminem, Slim Shady, Big Sean, Detroit, D12. I think I'm going to drive home tonight. And listen to that Dirty Dozen album. Yeah, I want to see Detroit. Kid Rock, Ba with the Ba the bang, the bang, diggy. I want to see Detroit get to the Super Bowl out in Vegas. Versus Lamar Jackson, whole lot of flock going on. Big Truss flock gang. Pretty simple for me. The Niners are suspect. If Debo Samuel can't go, you you saw last week. I'm watching that game last week. I'm like, I, I wanted the Niners to lose course me as a uh you know miserable dallas cowboys fan i don't want to see the niners get their sixth super bowl ring before dallas does they they seem to find their way back to the nfc championship and super bowls a lot but they haven't been able to get to the super bowl and win it so last week i'm watching the packers and as a dallas cowboys fan i'm feeling kind of good i'm like see nobody told me that the packers Weren't a soft landing spot. We were all thinking, oh, yeah, the Cowboys are going to blow them out. Seven and a half point favorites. Maybe LaFleur had something. But then, you know, the better team, the better coach prevailed, and they won. But if they don't have Debo Samuel as a weapon, it's not. I, you can't do what Samuel does. They don't have somebody that can do what Samuel does. And it can't all be on Christian McCaffrey. And you get a team like the Lions coming in there. They've been playing the last couple weeks. They've been hot, they're biting kneecaps, and when you knock them down, they're going to get up, and they're going to bite another chunk out of you, and you knock them down, they're going to get up again and take another hunk out of you, they're going to be the last one standing. I would love to see Jared Goff, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, Josh Reynolds, Craig Reynolds. I'd, li- I'd love to see Penne Sewell, Decker, I'd love to see those guys get to the Super Bowl, and... On the other side, I, I can't do it. I, I like I, I came in Monday and I, I told you I have football fatigue. I had a five hour show Monday where I just was like, Aren't y'all tired of seeing this? Aren't y'all tired of Kermit E. Frog here, Patrick Mahomes getting on the pony, like, Yeah, yeah, well, you know, they had us, but uh, you know, they want they they got what they asked for, and, and we got one more, we're right back. Like I and I love Mahomes. I think Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks all time already, too. Uh Ferrari pat, playoff pat, but it isn't Mahomes. It's what comes with Mahomes. Like, I, I, I'm i going to say this again. Do you know who Lamar Jackson's girlfriend is? Do you know any of the players? Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I, you, Odell Beckham Jr. is the most followed NFL player. I know who his baby mama is, Lolo. Shout out to Lolo. She used to be at MTV. Uh, I used to do the social media for Wild and Out. She was one of the Wild and Out girls. That was way back way before Odell was even on the scene, way before she met Odell. I think that was that was probably the year Odell got drafted. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that she would be with Odell, but that's one player that I can name and that's not even his girl anymore from what we know. I think they broke up. I think they had a child together, but like w- what I'm saying is the NFL and social media and all these other channels, NBC, Fox, whatever, they push the Kelsey family They pushed the Mahomes family and now Taylor Swift on us where you can't avoid it. You just want to watch the X's and the O's and the Jimmy's and the Joe's and you got to see them. So I am rooting for the Ravens and the Lions. And when we get to my show tomorrow, I'm off this Friday, but I'll be on tomorrow night. And then when I say good morning at 12, we'll do the football Friday picks and you already know who I'm rooting for. Chief is in Cherry Hill. Chief, is your real name Chief or are you just calling in as Chief as we're talking about the Chiefs?
0: Nah, it's, it's my nickname. It's my nickname, uh, Keith. It's all good, Chief. But, uh, yeah, I was actually calling about the – first of all, Keith, my first time calling in, um, I think you're a great host. Your shows have great content. I just want to put that out there. I Who think is? you're an amazing overnight host. It's great to listen to this you. This at isn't night. the overnight? So,
3: uh, Thanks, man. What? I'm, just, I'm just playing with you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, okay. So about the, about the AFC championship game – Here's my take, you know, everybody's saying Lamar this, Lamar that, this is his year, you know, his half, you know, uh, the halftime speech that he gave to his team and all that. At the end of the day, like you just said before, whether you like, you don't like the voice or you don't like everything that comes along with the Chiefs. What we're, what we're witnessing right now with Patrick Mahomes is greatness. You know, it's the same A thing dynasty. as I'm sorry?
3: A dynasty. A di- Just like we had to see the Patriots dynasty. I don't want to see dynasties. I want parity. But we're watching another one.
0: You see, it, and that's where I disagree with you. As much as there's a, you know, something enjoyable to parity, because like it gives every team a shot, and as a Giants fan, man, I wish they would have a good season finally. But there is something to greatness also. It, it lends something to the sport. It's like every year we're, we have Brady. It's, you know, there's everybody rooting against Brady. That gives so much intrigue to the sport of where like everybody is rooting against the top dog. It's great to have something like that, and when you're witnessing greatness, most of the time we only realize that afterwards. Right now we're living in it, so let's enjoy it. I mean, you
3: uh, you should enjoy it, Chief. Thanks for the call. If if you're calling up and your nickname is Chief, and you're enjoying the Chiefs dynasty and their run, then then have a ball, have a blast. The Jets should have beat the Chiefs. Russell Wilson and them beat the Chiefs. The Raiders beat the Chiefs. I'm tired of seeing the same teams in, in the Super Bowl, in the, especially this year. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, I guess it would be great because everybody wants to say, how many Super Bowls until we say Patrick Mahomes is better than Brady? I say he's better right now. How many he got to win to be in the GOAT conversation? I say he's already there. I don't care about that, bro. What I care about is two weeks— that I'm gonna be on the internet, that I'm gonna be on the fan, and all we're gonna hear about is uh, what kind of jacket Taylor Swift is wearing, and uh, you know the Kelsey brothers are gonna do their podcast, and Brittany Mahomes is gonna be like, I just I don't I don't want all that, man. You know how gritty and how real it would be for Baltimore and Detroit to play in the Super Bowl. Sign me up for that. 87 33 thirty-three-seven, a six of six, and two more sixes. I think this is my last break of the night. It is. Let's hit it and we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Another night in the books. Another five hour KM to AM. Thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. Whether it was for five minutes or five hours, I appreciate you. I'll be back tomorrow after the Brooklyn Nets game, and that'll be my last show for the week. But I think I have about six or seven minutes here to take my last two calls. Shout out to everybody watching on the TikTok, everybody writing in the TikTok chat. Appreciate y'all as well, especially you young guys, man. Like, you guys give me so much motivation to come through and do a good show and give you guys game on how I prepare for a show and even, you know, how I even got to this point. Like, inspire or retire, straight up um there's so many guys reaching out about how to intern at Wfan or how to intern for me and uh, it's just it's just funny to think about I, I didn't get any internships nobody was having me intern for them I didn't get any answered emails or callbacks nobody wanted me man <laughs> So you got to learn how to hustle you got to learn how to finesse your way and figure things out and if you want it bad enough you'll get it so let's get back to the phones. Dan in Middletown on the fan in New York. How are you, Keith? I'm good, man. Closing this show out. How are you?
7: I'm good. Just working on my spotting boards for the Mammoth basketball game tomorrow.
3: Shout out to the Hawks. Oh, what's up, Dan? Um, how how are, How's the Mammoth Hawks doing? I was just talking about St. John's in the TikTok chat because, you know, we were talking about St. John's earlier tonight, and they got a big win over Villanova in the Garden, 70-50. to 50. How? How are the Monmouth Hawks doing? I haven't kept up with the alma mater.
7: So they're doing pretty good. They're 10-9 and 9 this year. Uh, they actually beat West Virginia at West Virginia, which was a huge win. And Xander Rice, who is King Rice's son, is top 10 in the nation in scoring this year with 21.1 points per game.
3: There you go. And, you know, it's always been uh, Monmouth University to go on the road and be giant killers. They have knocked down some some giant schools, some bigger schools, some big-name basketball schools in, in their recent history. That's good to hear.
7: Yeah, I'm enjoying the season. Yes, uh, they played Hampton on Saturday. And just getting to sit courtside at the Ocean First Bank Center, is it. I get chills every time I'm there. I it's mean, you're the man, the Dan. You're, you're,
3: you're a big man on campus, Dan.
7: I'm the sports director at um, WMCX right now.
3: I know. And I know. That's what I'm saying. You're on the radio. You, you're sitting courtside. Now you're on the fan talking about the Hawks.
7: <laughs> I put a lot of work in. It means a lot to me. It's something I want to have a career in. So I really work my hardest to make sure that people to build. Because the sports program at Mom is like the sports, like MCX program. When I took it over, wasn't in the best of shapes because COVID had hit. So it's been my job to rebuild it. I was able to get every basketball game covered, which was something we hadn't done since COVID. We got every home football game covered as well. So I've really put a lot of work into it, and hopefully it's, people see it.
3: Yeah, and you got Keith McPherson to call in and do a show on WMCX. Let me know when I you I did need do me. that. Um, so
7: I have my show tomorrow. I'll... I'll just talk to you about LinkedIn because I need an interview hit. So if you'd like to do 15 minutes, you're more than welcome. Oh, hey, hey, hey. To... hey this <laughs> late. That's late notice.
3: You got to talk to my
7: agent. I'm the. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have an agent. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, how's everything with you?
3: You know, I can't complain. I was just saying on the live, like, the, the new year starts and, you know, we're past the uh, happy new year's, people saying happy new year. And at this point, we're three weeks plus in and. You know, your resolutions, uh, I don't know if everybody's keeping up with their resolutions, but for me, I don't ever do resolutions, but I do have, like, a vision board, and I do have goals, and I do have a to-do list, and, like, I'm already feeling bogged down about not knocking everything down in the first three weeks of the year, but then I come back to the fact that uh, there's a whole year. It's only We're only three weeks in. I got plenty of time. I got to just be mindful and present and and do what I can and and not try to get ahead of myself.
7: Yes. 100%. Uh, I do have a point about the Yankees that I'll leave you alone for a little bit. Uh, I don't know how you feel. I still think they need another bat. I think that lineup is really good, but there's more than a few question marks in that lineup. Uh, Lemayhu seems like a big question mark to me. He hasn't been a good productive hitter for the Yankees since 2020. Stanton was a disaster last year, and I... No, they have questions with the pitching, too. I know everyone's ready to crown them division champions, but I still think there's some more heavy lifting that Brian Cashman and company needs to do. And I don't know exactly what guys need to get, but I think if they were able to get Luis Arise from the Marlins to play third base for them, that would be a humongous ad, though.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think Yankee fans, most of us are greedy and spoiled. We want the world, Chico, and everything in it. What I think is the heavy lifting is done. There may be some trades. There could be a trade in spring training like we saw them trade for Jose Trevino a couple years back. But ultimately, I think they're going to go into this season with who they have and assess right before the deadline. And it's Brian Cashman. He he hasn't changed. You know he's going to wait until the buzzer beater at the deadline to make a move. Um, the one thing I'll say is, you know, they need another bat. This is also something Cashman always does. He'll say, oh, well, you know, getting a player back from injury is like getting them back at the deadline. Jason Dominguez will be back after the, you know, all-star break. So it's like adding a player.
7: I don't – I agree with you with what he says, but I still think that you need to be aggressive. If you really want to win and you're hell-bent on winning, go out and get the best possible pieces and build the best possible team. I don't think he's built the best possible team right now. They got They're Juan Soto.
3: That they, and that's what they felt like they needed to do. They got Juan Soto. Thanks for the call, Dan. Dumb – on the cove. I'm sorry, bro. We didn't even get to you in time. I didn't Came know the back, back. music was going to hit. mac Go, 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 go. You're on. Cause I was to you night. Love you, brother. Oh, nah, break you're back. breaking up. Now you got to call C-Mac. I'll be listening to C-Mac's show as I drive home and as I can't sleep. And then I'll be texting C-Mac like, yo, bro, feeding C-Mac stuff bothering C-Mac while he's trying to crush the overnight. That's it. That's all I've got. Stay tuned for C-Mac's five-hour show, the Midnight Ride. Mac is back. Shout out to everybody that tuned in on Instagram Live, TikTok Live, or live on air on the free Odyssey app. I'm out. See you later.
6: Sports Radio 101.9 FM. FM.